Well, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. It's your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And if you can't tell by my volume, I got the house to myself. I am comfortably inside. There are no children present, no other adults present. I just feel like I can really let my freak flag fly. Like there's something so embarrassing about recording a podcast by yourself. Like, I don't know. It's just like, Chelsea, who do you think you are? Who who is listening to this? You know what I mean? And like, just, I don't know the embarrassing things I say, like when I say something stupid and other people hear it or like I re-record, I don't know. I just, I overthink it, but I just feel like I'm able to talk with confidence today because I have the house to myself. And so if you're new here and you're wondering what the Hit Bodies podcast is, well, Hit Bodies is a wonderful workout group that I started back in 2017. And think of me as your workout buddy. I show up live 8 a.m. Eastern time, 5 a.m. Pacific time, five days a week, and we work out together. We lift weights, we stretch, we kind of like, I mean, it's it's not like a group fitness class. Like when you go to a group fitness class, it's like they're trying to like keep it moving the whole time. When you like work out with a trainer, you know, you have a couple seconds to like rest in between and like it, you work out more like a regular workout, like the kind of workout you can do forever, you know, and the kind of workout that gets you results right? So part of that is being workout buddies, we have to talk. And I just can't always squeeze in all of the things that I want to talk about. On the workouts, I lose my train of thought a lot, all that kind of stuff. I'm out of breath. So here we are. I started this podcast to allow me to just dive a little bit deeper into both some personal stuff and some fitness stuff. And that brings us here. So let me just kind of give you the update. The past like month my in-laws have been in town. So my mother-in-law came in town because my parents went out of town and my parent, my husband and I, we completely freeload off of my parents for childcare. <clears throat> it's not intentional. It's just really, really hard to find childcare for an infant in this area. And not to mention like childcare I'm comfortable with. Like there isn't <sighs> I'm just like, I'm a diva. I'm picky. And because my job is flexible, it somewhat allows me to be. And yeah, so I just, I never really got anything. Like you, you have to get on wait lists the moment you find out you're pregnant. You know what I mean? Like that's how serious it is. And even if you do that, you still might not get in by the time you have your baby. So we've been freeloading off of my mom and dad for like the last year. And I'm very grateful for that. But my parents wanted to go on this long, like five week vacation um, go off. I'm sh- they had a blast, but I, we needed something and we couldn't figure anything out. Like finding a nanny was hard. It was just, uh, it was stressful. So my mother-in-law was kind enough to come to town and stay with us for a freaking month. And with that, I feel like whenever someone is staying at my house, I feel the need to make delicious food. Um, she likes sweets as much as I do. So like I'm, I constantly was making like a treat and that's just fun for me as a mom too. Cause like what child doesn't love treats? <laughs> so anyway, all this to say, like, I'm not blaming my in-laws at all, but I definitely used that as an excuse to just have a little bit too much fun with food. And like, I haven't gained anything, but we are in the exact same place we started And I, now that I have the house to myself again, and like, we're getting back into a routine, we eating healthy sister, we eating real good. So every week, if you're in hip bodies, I email out my game plan. This is both a way for me to actually figure my SHIT out by Friday so that I can get my grocery pickup order in. 
And it's also a way for me to share like what I'm doing that's just like realistic. You know, it's not always like uh, beautiful meals every single night. Sometimes like tonight, <clears throat> I just have an eye of round in the crock pot. I'm going to roast up some potatoes and I have some frozen veggies. And that's what we're doing for dinner tonight. You know, so some days it's like more simple. Other days it's like a little more fancy. Oh my gosh, my friend just texted me and I so badly want to text back. Let me, let me tell you what this is. Okay. So my friend, her daughter beat cancer, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, in the process. So she works full time. Her kids are home with her like a lot. And she, um, she just, she's like super mom. Like, I don't know how she does all she does. It's crazy. And she added something else to her plate. Like a few months ago, she started this it's it's hair bows for little girls and the profits go to like support pediatric cancer patients and like cancer research and stuff right and she posted something today about how needing help with her website and she couldn't figure it out and I was like oh my gosh I will help you with this like Lindsay this is the least I can do like please let me help so anyway she just texted me about it and now I'm like oh I really just want to like stop recording this podcast and get to her but you know what I got to do this because I can't be tardy again I cannot make a habit of being tardy Okay. So anyway, okay. The last week on my own social media, I have been talking about like how I'm ready to get the last 15 pounds off. And dude, I am. I want to motivate you right now. Stop putting it off. If you're one of those people like, oh, I just don't know when I have the time to work out or like, you know, cook meals and more at home or whatever. You need to figure it out now because your life is not going to get less crazy. Like the holidays are around the corner. Do you know what that means? You're going to have parties. You're going to have, like, put in the work now, at least with strength training, so that you can, like, coast into the holidays, okay? Because let me explain something. When you build muscle, you know what happens? You have a stronger metabolism. Your muscles gobble up the food, okay? So do that. Start lifting weights now. It doesn't have to be crazy. Like, like hip bodies workouts, we work out 30 to 40 minutes a day. It ain't nothing crazy, but it be getting results, okay? If you have not seen... Like my own results, I post them all the time on social media because I just can't get enough of my own transformation. I post like my clients' results. It's, we're killing it. We're out here killing it. And I want you to do the same, okay? Okay. And in regards to the last 15 pounds, so like what am I doing different now to get these last 15 pounds off versus what I've been doing all summer? I'm glad you asked. It starts with my coffee addiction because my coffee addiction is actually out of control. So my coffee tastes too good. I put half and half in it and I put a good amount in. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm switching to using 2% milk in my coffee instead of half and half. That right there, it doesn't taste as good. So therefore, I'm not going to indulge quite as much. But let's say I indulged in the exact same amount. So I've estimated that I'm, I'm probably having about half a cup of cream, just of cream, with my coffee which is 157 calories and it's like 78% of that comes from fat, blah, blah, Okay. So if I switch that to 2% milk and use the exact same amount, it's only 61 calories, like literally a fraction just by using 2% milk. And it doesn't taste as good. So I'm not drinking nearly as much, but just that switch, it's um, a far better decision for me. Okay. Next up, I need to get the sweets under control because again, as I mentioned before, I love making treats. I love making treats for other people. Every celebration, I'm celebrating with treats. It's like, oh, it's a Friday. I'm going to make a treat. It just, I love treats, man. I love them. 
So I need to have healthier options for my treats. One of the things that I'm going to do, I love taking vanilla Greek yogurt, mixing it with mashed banana and peanut butter and just putting it in the freezer. And then I can just like grab some and it's just like this little sweet treat and it kind of hits the spot. You know what I mean? I'm also going to try to lean into fruit in general for my sweet treat and pairing it with something that has like protein and fat as well. So I... I don't know. I'm going to play with this over the next week. And like, as I find really good options for me, I'll share them with you. One thing about me is I'm not a fruity dessert girl. So like a cooked apple situation, not for me. Cooked berry situation, not for me. I remember when I did Whole30 and people were like, just grill a peach and eat that. And I'm like, literally, that is the grossest way to eat a peach. Like, no, thank you. I don't want hot fruit. It's disgusting. Maybe with a bowl of ice cream, but like still, I'd much rather have chocolate chip cookies. Like I have, when it comes to desserts, I want like chocolate and like, I I really just want cookies. Like I just want cookies and milk. Like that's all I want ever. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to figure out solutions and I will share them with you. I will say peanut butter and banana and chocolate, like that combo does something for me. So it's gonna, I'm gonna be kind of exploring that direction and I will get back to you on it. Other things that I'm doing, I don't wanna say I'm like giving up bread, but I'm just not buying it. So I'm not buying pasta, I'm not buying bread, I'm not buying tortillas, and I'm not going to be making it for a little while. I'm just for carbohydrates. I'm actually like so excited and I'm going to be making a stop at the Lowe's grocery store by my house. Down here in Wilmington, we have both Lowe's the hardware store and we have Lowe's the grocery store. And the grocery store is very nice. It's like the nicest one. And I was looking for white sweet potatoes on the internet just to show people because I had this on the workout today. I was talking about white sweet potatoes. They're the elite sweet potato and it's not the purple one that's white on the inside. That's an Asian sweet potato. This is different. This is beige on the outside and almost looks like an Idaho potato on the outside, maybe a little pointier, but it's a sweet potato and it's the best one. It's so freaking good, especially with um, with like beef, like a sweet potato with beef and like maybe a little bit of avocado. It's so, so good. So anyway, I was Googling it today and the Lowe's by my house, it says on DoorDash that they have them. So I'm going. And if they have them, I'm going to buy probably somewhere in the realm of like 15 pounds. And I'm going to plant five of those pounds in a grow bag. And I'm going to see if I can have an endless supply of these potatoes. Because I can't trust that these grocery stores will have them. Because this is the first I am seeing one of these white sweet potatoes potentially here. I'm going to swing by. It's just, it's got to happen. And I will keep you posted on that. So anyway, back to the carbs. That's how I'm eating carbs right now is I'm eating potatoes. I'm just trying to eat like more whole foods. Um, And I'll kind of talk about that in a minute. Like I felt inspired by this whole like primal week that I'm doing inside hip bodies. I'm kind of getting a little bit more paleo, primal, ancestral, whatever you want to call it. Just eating a whole foods based diet. I feel like when you do that, when you limit yourself to like eating stuff that's like pretty basic, um, it just also kind of naturally regulates your intake. It's when we're like covering everything in cheese and sour cream, which is like how, like I love that. That's when like the calories can like inadvertently get out of control as well. Um, But you've probably heard me mention I'm still eating Greek yogurt. So Greek yogurt and a little bit of milk in my coffee is the dairy that I am doing. I don't have a dairy allergy. So I'm just like, I'm not going to eliminate dairy. 
I'm sorry. I'm just not doing, I've done it before and I feel the same. I'm just, I don't feel a passion for eliminating dairy. I'm, I don't know. I like to think that I'm, I'm helping the dairy community. There's just a lot of bashing on the dairy industry and I'm, I just feel the need to support them because if I don't support them, they could potentially go out of business. You know, I don't want to be a part of that. I love dairy. So I'm still going to eat Greek yogurt and put milk in my coffee. Anywho, let's see what else for my last 15 pounds. Um, I am going to continue doing the double workouts during the week only. So I don't even know how much I've talked about it. I don't, I never remember like what I actually talk about on the podcast. And I would literally rather pluck my eyelashes out than listen to my own podcast because I hate everything I say. And then I will delete every single one because I'm embarrassed. But, but I did, I think I told you guys a little bit about like doing 75 hard. So Cameron and I, we like sort of committed, but not really committed. And so now again, we're getting back into routine. We were really enjoying doing an evening workout together. So I think we're going to get back into that this week. We'll see how he feels. <laughs> uh, but we're getting the kids to bed at like a consistent time and we're going to do a little evening workout. And this is a chance for me to, number one, get really creative with my workouts, which is what inspired Primal Week. So I'm really excited to bring those workouts. People loved the first one that we did this morning. It's Monday when I'm recording this. I'm literally going to record it and then post it. So if you're, when I'm saying this morning, if you're like wondering when this was recorded, it's recorded like Monday. Okay. I am already late, but yesterday was kind of crazy. So yeah, that's like, and I don't want to, I don't want you to think that in order to get like the last bit of weight off, you have to do something like that. Like it's really all in the nutrition. But for me personally, what that's by me having something to do in the evening, like a workout, you know what that stops me from doing? laying around and eating, which is a hobby. Like it's embarrassing to say that, but it's true. I love being horizontal with food in my, like food on my lap. Like that is the epitome of like American sloth, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. So just this whole, as we move into this like season of like having a little bit more discipline and just really working hard to like get where I want to be. So like I can maintain my hard work during the holidays instead of trying to like push against all the fun stuff. I just want to be able to enjoy the holidays and maintain where I'm at. So it kind of just made me think about discipline, you know, discipline in general. And I, it's just made me think about making decisions for long-term success. So I wanted to share something. Cameron and I live, we live in a neighborhood probably about 10, 15 minutes from the beach. But like going to the beach when you don't like live, live at the beach, it still feels like a thing, you know? Like you have to like find parking and pack the stuff and it's just, it's a whole thing, right? It's always more convenient like when you're just right there. It's like having a pool in your neighborhood. Like that's, it's like if you have it right there, you're gonna go. Or if you have it in your backyard, you'll like use it more probably. I don't know. I've heard that people when they have pools, they don't use them. I we use our pool a lot, but it's really hot here, so I don't know. Anyway, the you're like probably like, what? Where is this going, Chelsea? Just hear me out. So, the prices on the islands. That's like the beaches here are on little islands, but like there's a bridge to get on them, right? So the prices to live on the island have always just been a little bit out of reach for us always. And that's continuing to be the case. Well, we own two homes off the island. Okay. We are fortunate enough to own a rental that's 
in Wilmington, and then we also own our primary residence. We could very easily sell both homes and honestly have a pretty freaking nice house on the island, you know, living the dream, so to speak, right? Like most people who would look at either one of our houses, like by owning two mediocre houses in Wilmington, you know, like they, they would just, they would never think anything of this. And this goes with a lot of things like, like the cars we drive, you know, I, I, well, I would say I drive a more modest car than my husband, but like, I've always just driven modest cars because I literally don't care what you think of me. Like if you, I don't care if you think I'm successful or not. Like I don't need to appear a certain way. Just, that's just not me. Like coming across, I don't understand why people want to flash wealth in that way. I, I don't know. It like it rubs me the wrong way. But, but I will say I'm tempted to sell both houses sometimes to live in like the sick dream house. Right. But, but when I like step back and go like, wait a minute from a long term, like owning two pieces of property that are in this like moderate price range, that's like a somewhat affordable house. Like those are the ones that like go up in value the fastest to some degree. Right. Because it's like in more people's budget. Whereas like the nice, nice houses, like they're they're it's a smaller buying pool so like they do I, okay just what i'm getting at chelsea just pause for a sec okay what i'm getting at is i have to step back and make decisions for long-term success and long-term goals right when we're constantly doing what feels good right now the the we look back at like the last 10 years and we're like what the what have we done right? It's making those difficult decisions that are like, oh man, like I feel like I'm kind of giving up something I want in exchange for what I want long-term. And we're not guaranteed tomorrow, right? So it's like, it's so often it's like YOLO, right? Like do what you want now. But I just feel like discipline, it's becoming something that we don't talk about as much because I almost feel like discipline and having discipline and exercising discipline is looked at as deprivation, is you know, depriving yourself of something and a negative thing. And like, it's not available to me because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like this complaining and this victim mindset when I feel that discipline is what gets us to where we ultimately want to be long-term. Now, I know I like started this whole conversation off with real estate and I'm going to be the first to admit it is freaking hard to get into the real estate market right now, especially if you live in like a crazy high demand area. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy and I'm not going to be one to discount that. Interest rates are crazy. Prices are crazy. So like that whole thing, like I'm not saying you need to apply that mindset to what you're doing. I'm not like shaming anyone for any of that. But, but I just started, I just started thinking about it because there, you know, my mom lives in like a much nicer neighborhood than me and I would love to live in her neighborhood. And I think so often, like, how could we make that happen? And it's like, we would have to essentially sacrifice what we want long-term for what we want now. And I don't know that that's necessarily worth it. Like what we're doing now, it ain't bad. A lot of people would be really grateful for that. I don't know. Okay. But let's, let's like kind of take this whole like discipline talk and like apply it to health and fitness and that kind of stuff. So getting a workout in. It can feel impossible to add that to your day. Like what do I have to sacrifice to get a workout in? And sometimes you just look at your schedule and you're like, there's no way it ain't going to fit in. And that's fine. If you, if you're like cool with that answer and you're just like donezo, like that's it. Okay. You know, Hey, 
But if you're like, will it ever fit in? And you just keep putting it off and putting it off and making excuses and telling, giving yourself a story on why you can't do it, why it's not for you. I was once that person. So I used to like way before I was into health and fitness, I worked like 90 minutes from my house and it was, it, it was a long drive, man. It was a long drive. I had to take, I was forced to take an hour long lunch. It just made for a really long day. Now I didn't have like kids or anything at that point in time, but I still, I will say I had a social life instead that I really prioritized. Again, not the same as having kids. Having kids is truly 24 seven. It's absolutely insane. But I remember I just didn't think I could squeeze it in. If you want to squeeze something in, you gonna squeeze it in. Okay. And, and what I think back to is I think back to my mother-in-law, this woman does not stop. Like she, when she sits around, she'll, she'll just, she'll start vacuuming. She'll start sweeping. Like she makes it happen. Like having a clean space is so freaking important to her. And I am so ashamed to say that it's not that important to me. No, I don't live like a slob. Maybe some people would think I live like a slob. I'm sure my husband kind of thinks I live like a slob, but I, it, it takes longer for me to go like, okay, we're going to make this happen. Do you, you know what I mean? It doesn't take much for her to be like, okay, we're going to make this happen. Now, when it comes to workouts, I'm that way. I don't like when I feel like I haven't moved my body even for a day. Like, you know, when you just have like a lazy day, I don't like that anymore. I, I feel guilty, which makes me feel kind of like anxious and a little bit like down on myself. Yeah, I don't like it. And I was actually thinking about that with where I live. It's really like uncomfortably hot in the summer. So I don't get out of the house, which makes me feel guilty. And then I just like kind of lay around the house. And then I feel even worse because like I'm not moving my body, but I don't want to go outside because I'll get eaten alive by bugs and it's super hot and humid and disgusting. Anyway, that was just a random tangent. So back to the whole discipline thing. I just, I think you have to think about like, what is your, what are you tolerating in your life because of your lack of discipline? Do you, do you kind of get what I'm saying there? Like I am, I tolerate a pretty messy closet a majority of the time because of my lack of discipline. And so if I want to get to a point where I have a lower tolerance for mess, it's like I kind of have to work through that that difficult stage where it's uncomfortable and I have to do it when I don't feel like it. And that's what I'm doing right now. So yesterday I put away all my clothes and it wasn't that bad. You know, I did it before it got that bad. And so by making it, just making a habit of it, it doesn't have to be crazy. The problem is I always let it get so out of control that when I do go to like clean, it's a full blown deep clean project. Like we're talking a couple months of, you know, and it's just like, we have to reorganize everything because there's no, there's no system anymore. And yeah, it's just a whole thing. So in your case, whether it's like eating healthy, you're trying to focus on or starting to squeeze workouts in or whatever, like it's only going to get crazier. You're about to enter the holidays. Okay. So if you start now, you're going to coast through the holidays and you, and the holidays, by the way, not the time to give up. Okay. That's another one where people like kind of put it on the back burner and want to reset for the new year. Don't do that. I mean, you're, there's going to be people who do that. There's going to be people who listen to this and then do that anyway. And I just don't want it to be you. Okay. Just be like, no, we're done with that. We're, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to do some squats. We're going to do some deadlifts. We're going to have a really nice butt this summer. Okay. All right. So 
I feel, you know, as I'm like thinking about everything I've said for the last one, this is why I can't listen to the podcast because as I think about everything I've said, I'm not sure if I made any sense. I'm not sure if it was helpful. Um, I'm leaning towards no, but I'm going to leave it and I'm going to move on. So what are we doing inside Hip Bodies this week? <sighs> Glad you asked. It's primal week. So this is really fun for me. I don't do workouts like this like hardly ever, but I feel like it's a really good challenge for me mentally and physically, and I love it. So the when I say primal, um, it's get it's doing moves that are like a little bit functional. It's definitely challenging, and every workout is going to be full body this week, which I don't frequently do, but I guess lately I've done it a little bit more. So I don't really know how to explain primal beyond that. Because I, when I hear primal, my first thought is like monkeys, gorillas, chimpanzees, and like working out like one, like climbing trees, <laughs> hanging from stuff, none of which we are doing. But I just, I'll say like the moves are a little bit more inspired by functional movements. So, and, uh, and a little bit more flowy, a little bit more flowy, but still strength training. So yeah, it's really good. I'm excited. And... I like to include like something I'm killing it at. So my pull-ups, my daughter turns one in like what, a week and a half? I think a week and a half. And I'm very excited because I think I'm going to have five pull-ups by then, which was my goal. Um, I have not pushed on deadlifts because a couple months ago I like hurt my back and I just haven't pushed really super hard since then, but I, I could probably do a little check in here. I'm, I'm like totally fine. I'm totally healed. I just haven't wanted to like go crazy with pushing. So I don't know, maybe I'll do that this week and see where I'm at with the deadlifts and see, do you think I could do 225? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not right now. Okay. So the last part of this podcast is unpopular opinions. And this one's a little bit what's the word? What's the word? I, I, I'll just say it's like trending. It's like kind of a trending topic. So, okay. Have you guys heard the new Doja Cat song? The way I find music these days is through TikTok because when I'm in the car, I want to listen to a podcast or an audiobook. I just, I don't really listen to music because I, I don't know. I just don't. Right. So the way I find songs is like I hear a clip of it on TikTok and then if I like it, I go and download it. Right. Well, the the Doja Cat, the new Doja Cat song, like I've kind of like heard about like all the Doja Cat drama. So if you don't know, I'm going to give you a summary. Doja Cat like went on Twitter and just like kind of was super mean toward her fans. And there's even this whole conspiracy theory that like Doja Cat is not the same Doja Cat. Like, you know, kind of like how there's those Britney Spears conspiracy theories too. Like, it's a clone or something. Which I don't think clone is like the right word. Like, are we believing in clones? I, I don't, I don't, I'm not there. <laughs> um, but, but Doja Cat has definitely, she's very different than she used to be. Um, and she did, it was very rude and very ungrateful for her fans is the way she came across on Twitter. And then she came out with this song and this song, so catchy it's, it's called, uh, what is, what is the song? I don't even know what the, um, paint the town red. It's, I'm going to, I'm not going to say the bad words, but I'm just going to like, kind of like, mm, okay. B I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. Um, something about painting the town red. She, the devil, she, a bad little B. 
she a rebel? Something like that, right? And so the music video, it's very dark, very weird. Now, some people watch it and they're like, it's artistic and blah, blah, blah. And so I want to believe that most people kind of know about the conspiracy theories by now, right? So I... If you are one of those people that like sees a conspiracy theory and you're like, misinformation, look away, you know, right? And you're not even willing to hear it. I don't know. That's not fun. Just hear it out. You can hear it out and be like, that's not true and move on with your life, right? Like, I don't know. It's just to be like morally against conspiracy theories is weird to me. I am one. I like to hear all sides. Okay. So back in 2020, I guess, is when I was like initially introduced to the conspiracy theory thing, okay? Um, I watched what, there was that like QAnon, like 10 part docu-series. I watched that one. I watched that one. Oh gosh, I wish I, I can't even remember the name of it, but the, the other one I watched like really introduced me to like the theory around like Hollywood and the whole like satanic thing. Okay, so I wanted to kind of just like share my unpopular opinion. I'm specifically going to talk about this Doja Cat song because the thing is, this song, so catchy. And I just, I've been reading so many different like theories around it where it's like, it's designed to be catchy. So it gets in your head and blah, blah, blah. And okay, if you're one of those people that like seeing all of that stuff that's in that music video, it doesn't make you like remotely uncomfortable and you're just like, it's art, it's whatever. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit envious because the song is so good, but look, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. I just think everyone should go down the Doja Cat rabbit hole and it's like, is she okay? I mean, just look at her stuff. It's gotten very weird. Now, it kind of reminds me of the whole Lady Gaga thing, right? Like when Lady Gaga got really weird. I don't know what to think of it. And and truthfully, it ain't going to keep me up at night. I don't care that much. Am I never going to play this song because of like this extreme discernment I have? Absolutely not. No, the song is very catchy. And my husband and I absolutely bumped it on our way to Costco the other day. And that is my unpopular opinion. <laughs> is I just don't take any of this stuff that seriously. Like, I guess I just don't think like one song is going to, I don't know, like ruin me. But like, I also understand like, yeah, there, I, I kind of do think something's funky. Something funky is going on behind the scenes. I just, I, it just, it's not that big of a deal to me. Is that weird? Can, can both be true? That's my unpopular opinion. And I, and I feel like there's many people who think it's absolutely insane that there's anything like weird and satanic and whatever going on with Doja Cat. They're like, no, it's just art, right? Like those people think I'm crazy that like I would think anything funky is going on. But I'm like, mm, dude, like it's, it's, a, it's a little bit extreme, okay? It's a little bit extreme. And there is like a weird trend of like devilly type stuff going on in music right now like with Megan Thee Stallion and even like in Taylor Swift's show, I saw that thing. And then like, you know, Doja Cat, like the, and I mean, Lady Gaga, like we don't need to go there, right? Like there's definitely like a weird trend in that. And I'm like, no one else is doing that. Like no one else is like, I don't know. It's just, it seems to be a direction that people go that like, it, I don't know. They're, okay. There's something there. And so I think that is true. But I also think I just, when I hear a good song, 
I'm going to play it if I want to listen to it. <laughs> is, that, is that crazy? I don't know. I just feel like people get so serious about it and just like so like I want to like stand against it or or stand for it. You know, they just get so extreme. And I, as I've gotten older, I've become such an in the middle person. And this goes like with even um, like my crunchiness too. You know, when I first became a mom, I wanted to be like the perfect Montessori mom. And I wanted to do toy rotations and like wooden toys and, and like never have screen time and all those things. And like all of that has been thrown out the window because it's so much of it is like unrealistic. But like I can still adopt some principles without being the perfect, like, crunchy Montessori, you know, I hate the sad beige mom, like, right? Have you guys heard that phrase of, like, sad beige mom? <sighs> yeah. So anyway, those those were things that I was just thinking about this week. I feel like that was just such a, like, weird, heavy thing to, like, end it on. So I think I'm going to go back to, like, trying to be somewhat motivating here at the end. So we're going to go back to, like, the discipline thing, okay? I, it's Monday. I have to drink water. And I want another cup of coffee because it's, let's see, it's 10, it's 1030 and nothing hits better than an afternoon, like a mid-morning cup of coffee. And you know what hits even better than that? An afternoon one that's iced. Gosh, what is wrong with me? But no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to exercise discipline. And I know when my body is well hydrated, I have more energy and I feel better. Okay. So I'm going to make that decision to not pour another cup of coffee, even though I have some. Uh, my husband hardly drank any today, so there's a lot in the pot, and it's just going to go down the drain, and that breaks my soul, but you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to exercise discipline, and I want to know, as I finish this episode up, I want to know what are you going to exercise discipline in today, okay? And then I want to finish this whole podcast off with just like a little bit of stuff about hip bodies, and if you're like, Chelsea, I don't want to hear about hip bodies, then go ahead and end it. Go ahead and end it here, but if you're okay with me just like talking to you about some stuff, I have recently not that recently, like a couple months now, I've taken on one-on-one coaching clients and it is so freaking magical to see the progress. I think a couple weeks ago, I briefly shared about one of my clients who, so I will say that a hundred percent of my clients right now, none of them are limited on calories and yet they are seeing fantastic progress. So like one of my clients, she lost, she hasn't lost a single pound Okay. She's like fluctuated, right? Like she's like lost pound, gain pound, whatever. But she's lost an entire inch in her waist in the first two weeks. And she hasn't had to obsess about calories at all. Okay. And I mention this because I think sometimes we focus so much on restriction and what not to do that we hyper focus on those things. And then it gives us a case of the efforts, right? And so my goal with one on one coaching people. It's, I do three months at a time and my goal is to get them to a point where their fitness journey feels pretty dang effortless that they can and want to keep going on their own without my support, right? Like to get them like to understand things in every decision I make, I educate them along the way. You know what I mean? I educate them what I'm thinking, what data points I'm looking at to make these decisions so that they can understand that and move forward. One of my biggest pet peeves when I was a client, you know, before I became a trainer is I didn't understand the why I was blindly told to follow those, like follow these instructions, but I didn't understand the why. And for me, understanding the why helps me continue that habit for the long term versus just like white knuckling to do it each day, you know? 
So, um, you know, Hip Bodies, we are open for registration. You can just go to hipbodies.com. We have so many different things you can do. Obviously, one-on-one coaching is an option. If you're interested in that and you're not sure if it's right for you, you can always reach out to me and we can chat about it. Uh, you can join Hip Bodies, which I would absolutely love. It's like where you get to come on live and be my workout buddy every day. It can be as cheap as I think like 80 cents a day if you buy the annual. It's like basically the longer you commit at a time, the cheaper it is. If you like, if you bill monthly, it's the most expensive. And then if you bill quarterly, it's a little cheaper. And if you bill annually, it's the best deal. And what I like about doing the annual is like you, you sign up and you're like, okay, I'm committed, right? Like I'm committed for a whole year. Imagine where you could be a year from now if you did that, you know? And let's see, let's see, what's the other option? Oh, I released Hot Girl Runner as a standalone program. So if you want to try that, that's also an option. So just let me know if you're interested in any of those programs. You can always reach out to me on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook. I'm on all the social medias every day. (laughs) So you can always reach out to me. And I just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. It means so much to me and I hope you enjoy it. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Bye.